Am I Reister or am I wrong? I'm probably Reister, but if not, absolutely leave a comment. Why are NFL ratings down 6% over the first half of the season? I'll tell you why. The NBA is partnering with Snapchat because that's where fans are. The numbers and the data support it. There's no get woke, go broke. The Golden State Warriors are planning on returning in December, end of December, December 22nd, when the NBA season starts, with 50% fans in their Chase Center, and they're willing to spend $30 million to do it. And of course, my college football picks, because it's Friday. Am I Reister or am I wrong is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Facts only. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Make sure that you check your feelings at the door. There's no BS allowed. I keep it 100. Wherever you are listening to the podcast, please make sure that you leave a five-star rating. Give it a thumbs up. Tell your friends about it. Share it. All that so it can continue to grow and we can keep having these great conversations. You keep getting this insider knowledge. Um, you guys can get a hold of me, GW Podcast at unafraidshow.com, and I will respond to you. And of course, listen and subscribe to the Pac 12 Apostles Podcast. And you can hear me as well, Fox Sports Radio, 2 to 5 p.m. Pacific, 5 to 8 Eastern Time on Sundays. We'll, we'll start with the NFL, though. The NFL ratings are down 6% over the first half of the year. And people will tell you, oh, get woke, go broke. That's that's why they're down. Same thing with the the NBA, the NHL, uh, primetime television, which are all absolutely been decimated in the ratings. But that doesn't tell the full story. I've talked about it ad nauseum. First of all, there are almost 50 million cord cutters in the United States alone. 50 million. So they don't always get counted and tracked when it comes to ratings. But you have to look at what's going on out in the world and out in the country. So the NFL has had of the 30 of the 30 most watched programs in 2020 of all of television. They're still 26 out of 30. And the reason why they're not even more out of 30 is because there have been presidential debates. Those take election coverage. All those things take up a lot of ratings. And that's what you're dealing with right there. Um, and it's still averaging over 15.1 million viewers per game. 15.1. I want to make sure I get this exactly right. Um, and the Sunday night football games are averaging 17.2 million viewers Per episode. And it's going to be the most watched show for the 10th consecutive year. There is no get what go broke. It, it doesn't exist, even though ratings are down. But that's due to four primary factors. You have the fact that there have people have changed their viewership habits because the sports aren't always aren't falling in line exactly. That's what you saw with the NHL. That's what you saw with baseball. NBA people's rhythms were off because they watched them during certain times of the year. And also they are competing against each other. So that's uh, one thing. The second thing is uh, the cord cutting, which I already talked about. Third thing, the pandemic. We are in the middle of a pandemic. P- 
people are stressed. People are upset. People are bothered. They just want to do something else besides look at the television to take their minds away from it. That falls in line with the viewing habits a little bit. And the fourth thing is the election. The election, the election dominates the news cycle and people are so and this election was so polarizing that people are so upset about it that they want to make sure that they pay their attention. They didn't want to miss it. They didn't want anything to go wrong in that way. They were given their undivided attention to it. The same thing happened in 2016. And people say, oh, it's because of the kneeling. No, the kneeling never stopped in the NFL. NFL players have never stopped being vocal. You've the only one that's been out of the league that's been vocal is Colin Kaepernick. Everybody else has been on roster still doing it. So what's the difference? It's the election. And and I'm going to show you the well, I'm going to tell you the rating. So uh, Fox Thursday night football is down 16 percent weekdays. Kids having uh, homework, study at home, family time, doing different things. Uh, Sunday afternoon, uh, down 6%. CBS Sunday afternoon, down 1%. NBC Sunday night football, down 16%. It's a long day. And ESPN Monday night football is even. So all that rounds out to a grand total of 6% down over the year, which in reality is nothing. Because the NFL is still negotiating with Fox, ESPN, NBC, and CBS. They're going to have more revenue than they have had in any season ever in the history with these new TV contracts. You're looking at up to $2 billion, $2 billion for the Sunday games. Records, dude. Absolute records. And that leads me into the NBA. The NBA, they've partnered with Snapchat. You know, the app Snapchat, because that's where their customers are. And the get woke, go broke crowd will tell you that the NBA, oh, their ratings are down. They're going, no, that's not happening. And we've already gone over that the NBA skews much younger than any other professional sport besides esports. They skew so much younger. So that's where they're meeting their fans at. And their fans have actually showed up. And their partnership with, well, I'll go into stats first. So that Snapchat had 5.5 million viewers watch sports content daily on their platform. And 37% viewership increase on every single episode of NBA highlights during the restarted season, the 2019-2020 season. And 20% more playtime on playtime, like in terms of how much time is watched on NBA themed Snapchat lenses compared to the benchmarks and what the in what the NBA and Snapchat are doing now, they're creating lenses, uh, glasses that people can then watch and use. So Snapchat finally has gotten into the hardware business, which is what they talked about when they, they are, they're a camera company when they made their IPO. Now they're finally in the hardware business and fans, they're going to be able to walk on the court. They're going to be able to do all sorts of virtual reality things with these Snapchat glasses. That's a big deal because that's the NBA's customer. So when people are upset, when they're the, the people who are yelling, oh, get woke, go broke, you're alienating half the country. No, you're not. The NBA knows that this upcoming fans, 
that the 20 to 30 year olds, that those are the people who are driving the money. Now the, uh, the older crowd who drives baseball, they're dying off. That's the country club crowd. They're not going anywhere. I mean, well, they're going somewhere. They're going in homes. And then you're going to have their kids taking care of them. And those kids are watching the NBA. So the NBA is not going anywhere. Just like NHL is not going anywhere. But, but the thing that is the most dangerous thing to professional sports, the way it's set up right now is the pandemic because you can't have fans in stands. And when you can't have fans in stands, you're taking away up to 40% of the revenue that the teams bring in each year. Teams losing 40% revenue is not tenable over the long-term situation. And that's why the Warriors are planning on bringing, uh, are are planning on filling their new Chase Center up to 50% capacity for this season that's supposed to start December 22nd. I don't know if that's going to happen because we've already seen what's going on with Stanford in the Bay Area and in uh, with Cal out in Berkeley. Mind you, I know that they're in two different counties. However, the state of California has been shut down the large part of the, the year. And the idea that states like Texas and Florida, who've had huge coronavirus spikes, are having fans in stands, that sounds outrageous. So the Warriors have a plan Um, and their owner, Joe Lacob. This dude is a smart guy, master's degree in public health from UCLA. He said that the Warriors are prepared to spend $30 million to get fans in stands. So how are they going to do that? Their plan is to test every with a PCR test. So a rapid response PCR test, which will be done five, 10, five, 10 minutes, you'll get the results that they're planning on testing every single person who walks in their stadium. That is absolutely amazing because if you are the owner, you're saying, okay, we need this revenue. We need people in the stands. We need them to buy jerseys. We need them to pay for parking. We need them to buy hot dogs, hamburgers, all this to line our pockets and to that, we have to be able to get them in the stadium. So the have been and and Joe Joe Lacob is a um, venture capital guy. They are uh, the Warriors people are so they are invested in technology and they understand that you have to spend money to make some money. So if you are an NFL franchise, which are the most valuable franchises, worth billions more than other leagues. Wouldn't this be a good idea? I mean, granted, in the NBA, you're talking about 10,000 fans at 50% capacity. And in the in the NFL, you'd be talking about 35,000 fans. But the point is, if you can do it, spend the money and you can make it back on the back end. Because here's what Joe Lacob had to say about not being able to, uh, about this not being financially possible without fans in the stands. He said, this is a serious problem. Um, It can't go on multiple years because if this were to go on for several years, the NBA is no more. You can't sustain a league without fans. You can do it for a year. We'll all get by for a year, 
But suppose we're in this situation next year. Now we're talking some serious, serious financial damage to a lot of people. Okay. This is where businesses have to pivot. Every single business has to pivot at some point in time. I mean, uh, Facebook was, was, you know, liking if you're hot or not, essentially. Then it's transformed to what it is right now and the advertising giant that it is being able to reach people. Pivots all over the place. Nike has pivoted uh, to, uh, to brands have pivoted from uh, from shoe companies in terms of sports to being more lifestyle brands like Adidas is. You have to pivot. So I, I've been a proponent of sports franchises to make up some of this revenue to even just possibly think about not even really having fans in the stands or factoring that too much into your budget and finding a way to charge fans for insider information. Like you pay a certain uh, a premium every month to be able to go into the locker room the way you can hear the pregame speech, to be able to pay, pay a premium to watch practice, to pay a premium for insider information. And that's a place where you can make some additional revenue. So teams have to be aware of that. Otherwise, if you do not adapt, you will go out of business. That's just a fact. Um, next thing up is my college football picks for the week. This was a hard week because there was a bunch of games that I had my eye on. Had my eye on Alabama LSU. Had my eye, uh, my eye on uh, a bunch of other teams. 14 games canceled including UCLA, who was supposed to play Utah. Cal was supposed to play somebody. And now UCLA and Cal are playing each other on Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Sunday morning at 9 a.m. Yep, this is the college football world that we're living in. So that's led some people to ask, should we even be playing? I'm not here to answer that question right now. We'll answer that on another episode. But with these picks, though, I am back in business. Overall, 11-13-1 against the spread. Making up some ground, made up ground the last two weeks. Last week was five and four. A uh, couple teams screwed me. couple teams screwed me. They won, but just didn't quite cover. And so this week, first game up, we got USC at Arizona. USC's favorite by 14 and a half points. Now, on the podcast that I do, the Pac-12 Apostles College Football Podcast that I do, I predicted Arizona would beat the spread, but USC would win. Every day that has passed, I have felt like that was more and more foolish. I think the Keaton, we haven't seen Arizona play yet because their game last week got canceled, but they get housed in this game. This is not going to be pretty. They're going to lose by 17 points or more. I, so I'm going against my original pick, USC for the win, USC wins big. And if Kevin Sumlin were not, if this weren't a pandemic year, Kevin Sumlin would be on the hot seat. Next game up, my Oregon Ducks at Washington State. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys too, three weeks in a row, locks, 3-0. and This is my lock of the week again, coming, running it back with the Ducks. They're a 10 and a half point favorite in Wazoo, in the Palouse, little bit of snow, possible sleep, some rain, whatever it is. Don't damn matter. 
Mario Cristobal, that offensive line, they go up, um, they they punch a hole in Jaden Delora, and Rolovich, his his home debut is spoiled. Sorry, Cougs, Ducks win by 17 or more. Lock of the week. Remember it, write it down, take a picture. Uh, next game, number nine, Miami at Virginia Tech. This was a curious line because Virginia Tech is favored by two points. And Miami has struggled their last three weeks against Pitt, Virginia, and NC State. They've struggled. So this looks like a potential loss for them. And I'm going to agree with that because Virginia Tech lost to Liberty last week. And there is absolutely no way in hell uh, uh, Fuente and and his team is going to be willing to just come out and lay another egg in Blacksburg. I got Virginia Tech. They're favored by two points. They win this game. If they win it, it's going to be at least by a field goal. It won't be by one point. Good job. Here we go. Go Hokies. Uh, next game. The Indiana Hoosiers, who've now... Clearly, they're a football school and not a basketball school anymore. They're uh, playing against the Sparties. They're playing against the Spartans of Michigan State. Michigan State was flying high after their win two weeks ago against Michigan and got their heads beat in last week. But this week, Mel Tucker, the coach of Michigan State, he inherited a bad football team. He's got a decent quarterback in Lombardi. But this team is not athletic enough. I mean, ironically, Indiana is a more athletic team than Michigan State. That's weird, right? Michigan State's a bigger school, more of a more threatening. They've been to the college football playoff. Like it's just things have they have fallen on real hard times. And Michael Penix, who's Indiana's quarterback, as long as he's in the game and healthy. Indiana is winning this game. They are favored. I forgot to tell you guys. Indiana's favored by seven and a half points. They cover this spread. Michigan State's terrible. Terrible. So what does that mean about Michigan? They're extra terrible. Um, So Indiana wins and covers that seven and a half points. Next game, we got Notre Dame at Boston College. Upset alert. Notre Dame is favored by 12 points point 12 a whole 12 it's almost two touchdowns uh boston college took uh clemson to the brink two weeks ago took them to the brink notre dame's feeling good they shocked the world last week against clemson notre dame jerkovic uh berkovic however you say his name for the quarterback for uh, boston college gonna come out throwing the ball and they are going to be in this game. They Boston College beats the spread, and they may beat Notre Dame. I'm not calling an upset. I'm putting them on upset alert. That's a little bit different. Next game up. I can't call an upset in this game either, but I would not be surprised. This is free money. Free money, Felipe Franks. Arkansas is at Florida. Florida's favored by a whole 17 and a half points in the Felipe Franks revenge game. Hell no. I got the Arkansas pig suey hogs, man. 
Uh, Florida wins this game, but they will not be running Arkansas out the building. Pretty much all of their games have been close this year. They got hosed against Auburn by a bad call. This is a game that Arkansas keeps close. Felipe Franks is going to make people believe he might be an NFL quarterback, not a high round pick, but this is a game. It's played in the swamp, but still, it don't matter. This is a game Arkansas puts up a fight because they still have a pulse. Well, they finally have a pulse. We got two games left. Wisconsin at Michigan. Wisconsin's favored by four and a half points. Why would that be? There's only one reason. Their quarterback who caught COVID two weeks ago, because mind you, Wisconsin's only played one game. They played their one game. They uh blew somebody out and their quarterback Graham Mertz threw four touchdown passes it was like a whole new Wisconsin offense that you've never seen before in your whole life so Wisconsin uh looks good their defense is always solid if Graham Mertz plays in this game Wisconsin houses Michigan they're gonna win by more than four and a half points but if Graham Mertz doesn't play Wisconsin wins by less than four and a half points. So Michigan's going to beat the spread if Graham Mertz does not play. Either way, Wisconsin wins. So yes, that's a caveat, but y'all can get a caveat in the COVID year. I mean, I mean, it's not like it's a normal year where you say, oh, this guy may play, may not. No, I don't know if the kid's out of protocols. They said he could get out, but we shall see teams still playing coy. Last game up. The, the two defeated teams in the, big t- in the Big Ten who were expected to win some games. You got Penn State and James Franklin who are 0-3, surprisingly. People had them in the top 10 before the season. <clears throat> Slow down. And Nebraska who was talking all that trash. We'll play anybody, anywhere. Just line us up. We're ready to play. Yeah, you're 0-2. Not looking good. And they'll be 0-3 after this game. James Franklin gets his first win and they cover this three and a half points. So Penn State's favorite by three and a half. And Nebraska is going to, and their fans are going to wish they didn't talk all that trash and they're going to wish that the season was over with long ago. So those are my picks for the weekend. I'll post them on Twitter as I usually do. Am I Reister or am I wrong? I'm probably Reister, but if not, absolutely leave a comment, tell a friend. Peace out.